welcome back to the Kind of an Expert podcast, the only podcast where the guest picks the topic of every single episode. My name is Corey Tyndall, and as always, I'm your host. And this week, I sat down with New York City comedian Howie Dewey to talk about sports betting. Uh, He's been doing it for roughly 30 years, and now with the fact that it's becoming more legal with all these apps like FanDuel, I wanted to bring him in and talk about uh, the different types of sports betting, what all the lingo and the terminology means. Uh, Also, different things to avoid to make sure that you're not, uh, you know, losing too much money or, uh, you know, how to think about betting on different types of sports, whether it's the NFL versus NBA versus college basketball or football. So, you know, if your state just legalized it and you're at all interested in trying to make some money off sports, this is definitely one that you should listen to. You can check him out every week at the Barrow Street Ale House in New York City, uh, where he runs a show that is really good. Some really top-tier talent going through that show. And you can listen to his podcast called the Cash Daddies Podcast with Sam Tripoli and a couple other guys talking about investing, uh, whether that's stocks, retirement, crypto, all that fun stuff. It's a really good show. Uh, So go check that out. As always, you can follow me at Corey T comedy on all social media go check out the tiktok the twitter uh the instagram and come see me at the three monkeys every single week in midtown manhattan and i'll actually start doing uh how we show at the barrow street alehouse so come check us out there um and as always always appreciate when you guys subscribe and share with a friend and with that let's get into the episode good player yeah that's that is what i will speak to and that kind of gets into what you were saying before you really like the over in this game is that because of the interception is that because of the bad defense or do you actually think trevor lawrence is going to be able to like throw the ball this time well i think you got both both quarterbacks the Bengals have a couple great receivers so i think since he since he on jacksonville's defense is going to put up 30 35 points yeah um their defense isn't great so trevor lawrence throws for three touchdown passes they get another one that's 35 28 i mean i just i just i think and plus they're going to be throwing the ball a lot which stops the clock yep so there you go i mean you're gonna have penalties clock it should be a nice ugly game (laughs) it's gonna be a seven hour game (laughs) yeah 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 so let's let's uh let's actually take a step back break it down into like, because I think a lot of the listeners like sports gambling is becoming legal in more places. I think a lot of people are like, man, you know, I kind of want to look at it, but I don't really know how to. And then you got people like my cousin who's just like, you know, I'll put ten dollars on Devontae Adams being the first score of the game, and like, yeah, that's accessible for her, which is good. But like when we say like point spread under over you know what's the the money line like all that stuff so like when when you say you like the over what does that mean exactly yeah you see like back in the day there were basically five bets you can bet like say for instance cincinnati's minus seven and a half points to jacksonville you could take the favorite cincinnati bet them they had to win by more than seven points for you to win the game you yeah. could take the underdog, Jacksonville, if they lost by seven or less, 
you won. Then you had the over-under. Two total points combined. Both teams had to score 48, 49 points. If it goes over 49 points, both teams combined, you win. If it, if it goes under 49 points, you lose. Yep. You had those four bets. Then you had the money line. You could you could uh, pay uh, an extra like bet three hundred dollars to win two hundred if Cincinnati just wins the game outright. Okay. But now you have like six thousand bets. Yeah. You, you can bet like if Joe Mixon takes a shit fifteen minutes before the game. It's <laughs> yeah. insane. Right. It's nuts. Right. Does Lamar shit his pants I mean, in game and yeah. have to change him? Which team gets the first penalty? Yeah. Which team kicks the first extra point? Who has the first field goal <laughs> attempt over forty six and a half yards? It's nuts. The the prop bets they call them prop bets. Yeah, yeah. But it's insane. Well. I like. I remember those like growing up. Like you would have them for the Super Bowl. It'd be like big games. But now there's there's like prop bets for everyone. And part of me is just like all of these are sucker bets. Like there's no way someone can bet prop bets all year and come out on top, right? I mean, like I know that's guys, insane. I know guys that that's all they do. He's like, I got a total lock tonight, man. Mixing the over under on carries is thirteen and a half. And you're like, how the hell do you know yeah. what the coach's game plan is? I mean, I, I just, I, yeah. Know, who gets more penalty yards? The best bet probably in the history of football was the coin toss in the Super Bowl. Yeah. Because that's 50 50. 50 50. Heads, tails, man. Nobody, Vegas no isn't po- losing money and they're not making it either. No, no point <laughs> spread on that. I mean, I mean, I remember one year, I don't know if it was the Bills and the Cowboys, but it was like tails like three years in a row or something. That's probably your best bet. Yeah. I don't know. And one thing I will, uh, I will tell you right now, I'm going to uh, release this. I'm absolutely the worst when it comes to betting any NFL game. If Whatever I say, if you take the opposite, you probably can buy a house over the next five years. I have friends that call me, and they'll say, dude, who do you like this week? You know, in the Cowboys game, I'm like, man, I think the uh, Cowboys are going to slot. And they're like, thanks, buddy, thanks. And they'll go the opposite and win. I'm, I'm not very good. I mean, you you nailed a pretty big tease last week. Well, actually, let's get into that with the, the tease a little bit later. I think the, the thing that trips people up, right, is the line versus the money line. Like, yeah. they hear, like, okay, so Cincinnati's got to win by seven, and they're not – they're not understanding that you don't – if Cincinnati only wins by three, you don't win anything. You lose. So what is the difference between the money line bet and the just regular line bet? Like, do you win less money off 100 bucks? Do you have to pay more? Like, how does yeah, that work? Yeah, that's the problem. Okay. The problem is this with the money line. The money line's easy. Like, say, for instance, Cincinnati's minus seven and a half tonight, and you're like, mm, I don't know. That's a lot of points. I think they can win by seven and a half. I don't want to bet Jacksonville because they could get blown out. Let's say you just want Cincinnati to win the game by one point. Mm. You can bet that. Here's the only issue. The issue is you're not going to bet $100 to win $100 or $100 to win $110. You're probably going to have to bet $330 to win a hundred dollars mm. you know there's always that's just the way it is the risk reward yeah risk reward so yeah let's say you want to bet a hundred you bet 330 and somehow jacksonville ends up winning the game you just lost 330 versus 100 yeah so you 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 lost three times as much that's the problem with the money line so why wouldn't you just pick 
Jacksonville to to cover, yeah, which is the term. That's probably a like, good bet. I mean, if you think it's going to be a close game, which I think it could be, it could be a two three point game tonight. Yeah, they both have bad defenses. Yeah, I mean, I mean expert uh, gamblers will tell you uh, the the underdog covers a lot. Yeah, I mean because they call it public Joe Public. Joe Public's always on, you know, the Bengals are at home, it's a Thursday night game, the weather's nice, they're going to blow them out. And and whatever yeah. usually Joe Public likes, you want to go the opposite. <laughs> yeah. What does he work? Does he work for, like, Fox Sports or something? Like, wh- I've never even heard of this guy. Yeah, Joey Public. Yeah. Yeah, he's uh, about $60 million out there, man. That's uh, that's Joe Public. He's the <laughs> he's he's your average, everyday person. Oh, every I got gotcha. you. I got gotcha. you. That's what he is. Yeah, he's he's a fictional character. I got. We you. call Joe Public the uh, the normal everyday schlep rock gambler, you know, like myself. Gonna gonna overthink Who and loses. not think about it hard enough at the same time. Yeah, if you're a contrarian, <laughs> you got to be a contrarian in this game. Yeah, you got to go against the grain, man. If you want to make money, you go against the grain. Well, that's that's where the big bets are, right? Like Vegas likes good teams. And Joe Public likes good teams. Yeah. So wouldn't the biggest bets be like the upsets? Like, you know, if the Lions actually beat the Ravens last week. I know that was – I mean, they still covered. Well, that's actually what Vegas but, hopes for. Vegas hopes for those upsets. Re- okay. Yeah, because Joey Public's got all their money on the Rams because it's too easy. They're the like, oh, the Rams are going to blow yeah. them out, blah, blah, blah. You know, when the Lions cover or the Lions win, uh, Vegas makes money. Okay. So that's – but don't like so that's that's what I'm saying is like wouldn't you always want to bet with what Vegas wants because they're gonna set the line so that they make money right so like wouldn't you always want to bet with Vegas most because of the Vegas time. wins most of the time yeah you want to bet like absolutely I mean when there's a Super Bowl spread and it goes from I think a couple years ago with Seattle was playing New England and I want to say yeah the New England line jumped at the last second uh or or dropped at the last second it went down it might have been like seven or eight and it dropped uh and that goes to tell you that when you see a line move at the last second that's not joe public no that's that's conglomerates with a lot of money going they're like we got a funny (laughs) feel yeah those are the guys you want to bet you want to go with those guys it's like if you go to the horse track and you bet a horse it say or you're looking at a horse that say five to one man which is a little bit of a long shot you know you got horses in the race two to one sure five to two uh seven to two you got a horse at five to one and all of a sudden it's post time you see a zero up there you got maybe 30 seconds to run up and get your bet in and all of a sudden you see that line go from five to one to two to one that means that the trainers the owners the groom uh, groom's guy that all those guys went and bet a shitload of money at the last second because they know something's up they know that mm. horse is juiced and ready to go you're allowed to bet on your own horse oh hell yeah man yeah i i yes. guess i just assumed it was like yeah. baseball like oh you can you bet know. your tra- owners trainers they all if they okay. like their horse yeah all right fair horse enough it's tough because you got you got nine ten horses and and you know out of the nine or ten you know usually three four five of them have a good shot and the owners yeah. are all like the horse is in shape. He's got a shot, so that's that's it. It's kind of like that in football. When you see a line move at the very end, a lot of that time, mm. that, that's not public money. That's that's guys that kind of been doing a long time, and they they know the deal. So yeah, that makes sense. So 
when you're betting football, like like you know, you're you're betting horses, you're listening to the coaches, you're listening to the trainers, you're seeing who's like who's in the best shape, who's looking the best in I don't know, warm ups. They have warm ups in horse racing. But like Yeah, the the horses come out and run around. You're gonna get a good look at their gallop if they're sweating. If a horse isn't sweating, you sure as hell aren't gonna bet it. Okay. You want a horse that's sweating, get a good nice work. You wanna see those veins coming out. So are there good workouts. Are there tricks like that in like football and basketball? Because I don't think many many people are, you know, betting horses, although it does sound fun, but like football, are you looking at like yeah, man, the the offensive line, like they looked slow last week. They got beat by this guy. Like, are you getting into that, or are you just like, man, I don't know, their scheme looks whack. Like they just, <laughs> like mean, the Ravens almost lost to the Lions. I'm not picking the Ravens this week. A lot of football's injuries and things like That's that. True. You know, how good is the second string? Or you know, one thing you remember in football, just every week, just bet against the Jets, and you'll be able to buy a mansion. <laughs> just do that. Bet against the Jets. Oh, they're so bad. I mean, that was like week one that was so funny uh, because in the preseason, Zach Wilson let it up. Oh, like, yeah. That's how much up. the preseason were. Oh, I know. And and then, you know, what, he had six interceptions against the Pats and everyone's like, he's a bust. Two weeks after, they're like, he might be the greatest thing since Aaron Rodgers. That was brutal. So how do you – that actually brings up a good question. How do you bet week one? How do you like? Know, you can't go off of last year because these teams change so much, and you can't go off the preseason because like nah, you don't know that's a high school defense they're playing against. Like, there's no concept. Yeah, there's no tough concept in there. Is it just week one? You're just winging it. I mean, you know, you're looking at matchups. I guess a lot of guys have told me coaching matchups against each other, uh, schemes against each other, defensive versus offensive. I don't know. Like I said. The NFL, if you win money betting the NFL or the NBA on a yearly basis, you're a genius because I sure as hell can't figure <laughs> it out. Like the NBA, same thing. You have no damn idea what who's going to play hard that night, who's out, yeah. who Sometimes gets hurt. players are just like, oh, I'm taking the game off. And you're like, fuck, James yeah. Harden's out? Well, you know, that changes the, the fucking line. You want to bet the Brooklyn <laughs> Nets, but fucking Kyrie Irving's worried because the earth's flat and he's not yeah. going to get vaxxed. <laughs> I mean, what do you what do you do with that shit? You know, he, all of a sudden he can't play, so now you got to rely on Harden to score sixty eight points. Uh, yeah, I, yeah. I'll tell you the way to do it. The way to go is this is my thing. I think personally that college football and basketball is a lot more reliable. Interesting. It really is. I mean, if you look at certain teams, like in college football. Army has covered the first uh, two out of three games. They run this triple option. Mm-hmm. They're not just a drop back pass team. They run this triple op- option. If you don't prepare for it, you get torn apart. Yeah, I think they beat. They were underdogs against Georgia State. I think the first week, and they won by thirty five. Uh, you look at college in the matchups. If you follow it, they're more uh, reliable than say the NFL. That that's the statement. Any given Sunday, that's totally true. Yeah, you don't know. Last year, the Jets were zero fourteen. Yeah, terrible. And they won their last two games. Right. And they beat good teams, too. Uh, it just makes no damn sense. Everybody's no. hurt. No quarterback. They still won. They trade Sam Darnold because he's garbage, and now he'll probably win MVP. <laughs> yeah, right. Now he's killing it oh, in Carolina. Yeah, of course. He's got more air yards per pass than almost anyone else. Um, but college is big, too. Even college basketball, yeah. you you can well, those see matchups. try hard. Yeah, those. but it, it's matchups. You look at, like, 
Jim Beheim plays a 2-3 zone. Yeah. Um, and it's weird because his teams always play well against Duke. They'll, they'll, it's, it's big underdogs. Um, because if you don't have a team with like two, three, four solid outside shooters, you're gonna have problems against a two-three zone. Yeah. So matchups are big in college basketball. They they make more sense. Um, yeah. The NBA, man, I, it just I have no idea. You don't know what's gonna happen. It it seems like the playoffs is really the only time that you can reliably like if you could bet on a seven-game series. Just like, all right, the Bucks are going to beat the Magic. I feel like that would be a, a fairly, but also that's where most of the money is. You're going to well, bet a hundred dollars and make one hundred five. Last so last season was crazy though because the Atlanta Hawks, the Atlanta Hawks had the Bucks beat. They, they were did. they had them down. Uh, what was it? It was either two two or three to two. The Bucks had to come three back. To two, yeah. Um, yeah, Trey Young got hurt. I mean, going into your thing about in, yeah. uh, injuries, well, that's that's the big thing there. The Greek Freak sat out two games, and yeah. Milwaukee won those two games that he sat out. So, yep. no, nah, it doesn't make sense, man. It doesn't yeah. make sense. Well, like so, like college football, I think Alabama-Florida, that game that happened recently is a good example of, you know, because you could bet in-game, right? So, like – Live game action. When it was Alabama-Florida, and it was 21-0 to zero in the at the end of the first quarter – how much money do you think just rolled in on Amazon on uh, Alabama to yeah. cover, even if it wasn't that much of a bet? It was then, almost a guarantee, and then they didn't fucking cover. Cover, they Florida almost got came beat. back. Florida came back, almost I beat them. I know, could have won that game. But that was like that doesn't happen very often in yeah. college, like especially with those blue blood. Pla uh, yeah, you get those SEC teams, teams down there, yeah. and there's certain teams like you got. Basically, you have Alabama, Florida, you got Georgia. Not even Tennessee this year. I don't even know who the fourth Tennessee one is. Tennessee hasn't been good for yeah. since Peyton was there. Georgia's the ranked number two in the country, yeah. and that, that could be the best team. They've blown everyone out. Yep. They got a tough game this weekend against Arkansas. Yeah. Um, who's good? Arkansas, I think. Good. Well, so so that's I, let's, let's talk about that game. Would you rather bet uh, Arkansas or Georgia? Because Georgia beat the shit out of everyone except Clemson, and everyone is like, all right, well, it's Clemson, of course. But it turns out Clemson's not very good. So Lost like two already. They're not you even know, ranked. Yeah. Is it worth the money to throw some throw some cabbage at Arkansas? Yeah. At least to just cover. Because I don't know what the line is, and my phone is recording this right now. I think but, it's twenty one or Man, that's something like so that. So high. That's, a lot of points. It's it's in Georgia. So how do, how yeah, do you could look be a good at game. that? How do you look at that and go like Man, that's a sucker bet, or like someone Vegas knows something I don't, or like because Arkansas yeah. looks really good. They do, but Georgia got two or three of their starters back who had to sit the first three games, and they're back this weekend. Mm. They're starting quarterbacks. They're good. They they have. I always go like this. I I always look at how many draft picks each team potentially has. Mm. Like Alabama, when they have. 13 or 14 potential draft picks, first-round picks. I'm like, yeah, they're probably pretty good. Plus a good coach. Yeah, and like, Saban, yeah. good recruiter. I don't even know what he's like, coaching. Miami uh, lost to Michigan State. They've got like seven or eight draft picks on their team, but their coach was awful. And I think he got fired directly after, after the Michigan State game. Oh, Michigan State. Yeah, Michigan State. Because um, oh, Miami, Florida. Well, uh, no, Michigan State hammered Miami. I know. That's that's my point. Is like Michigan State has zero draft. They have like two draft picks, maybe. Yeah. Miami's got seven to nine of them, but they just don't play together. So that like, yeah. are you looking at the coaching staffs with that, or like, are you well, yeah, just D like Diaz is the coach at out? Florida, and it's his third year. Yeah, 
I don't even know why I know that. I must have read it. But tonight they play Virginia. And they're favored yeah, against Virginia. Right. It's in Miami. Uh, but I was reading somewhere where Virginia has covered the spread like the last seven out of eight or nine times. Again. That's mm. another thing you got to look at, trends. Yeah. I mean, some things just make so Some schools just cover it, play well against other schools. Yeah. It's just bizarre. Last week, Georgia Tech was a huge underdog against somebody. I don't know who it was, but shit, they won the game outright. Yeah. Who was that? Uh, I don't know. I, I can't remember. remember. Yeah, in college you get those rivalry games that you don't really get in, in yeah. the NFL. Like Michigan, Michigan State, at least the last decade and a half, like that's a toss-up. Whether they're equally good or not, like last year Michigan State won two games. Michigan was ranked in the top ten and Michigan State beat them. They had no business winning that game. But in-state rivalry, like they're 19-year-old kids. Who knows if they're going to wake up feeling nervous that oh, day and yeah. then suddenly their quarterback's throwing four interceptions. Yeah, you know, a 19-year-old kid gets in a fight with his girlfriend the night before. Yeah, exactly. His world's coming to an end. You know, finds out she got pregnant by his cousin or something. <laughs> his head's not well, in the right that's, place. That's one of the SEC schools in this example. Yeah, That's not a Big Ten scenario. Yeah, yeah. quarterback knocks up his cousin. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Shout out Mississippi! Shout out Mississippi! Yeah, exactly. The old Miss quarterback—he's really actually good this year. Um, Mississippi State's good too. Yeah. Let's uh, so let's let's get into more like of the the topic. So last week you or no two weeks ago we were watching the Monday night Green Bay Detroit game yeah. and you were talking about this big tease. That yeah. You so let's let's break it down. What yeah, Green, is a parlay? What is a tease? And then let's run through that bet that you you nailed it. So these teases like and and you still gotta get lucky as hell, man. Oh yeah. You, you gotta get lucky. <laughs> like you know, uh, let's say tonight you got Cincinnati, the over-under on the Cincinnati game's 48-and-a-half. Cincinnati-Jacksonville, the over-under's 48-and-a-half. Cincinnati's laying seven-and-a-half points. Laying means they're, they're supposed favored. to win. They by, have to win by more by eight or more yeah, for it to count. More, for you to yep. win, yeah. So let's say, for instance, I say, you know what, man? I don't know if that's going to happen. But if I tease both, you know, instead of just picking one, two things got to happen. If I lay a, a two-game tease... I might say, you know, I like Cincinnati, but I'm gonna I'm gonna tease it with uh, with uh, the over uh, over under also. So instead of betting one, I'll bet both, uh, but they both have to hit. So instead of 48 and a half, the over under now becomes 41 and a half. Uh, uh, I'm sorry, 42 and a half because you, you get six points. Okay. Uh, and the line is not seven and a half; it becomes uh, one and a half, or no one. Okay. Actually, one. So they just have to win. Yeah. So basically, well, they got to win by over one. The win by one, it's oh, a push. Yeah. Push is a tie. Nobody gotcha. wins. So in other words, if the Bengals win by two, and they both teams score over forty-one and a half, uh, you win. You win the tease. So you're essentially lowering the require. You're you're saying these two bets with lower requirements together is equal to one bet with a higher requirement. That's right. That's right. Okay. That's right. So that's that's like a good – so with this game, you think they're going to score a ton of points, but also you think it could be close. So you're like, all right, you're essentially cutting a deal with FanDuel or your bookie or whatever, yeah. saying, like, I think both these things are going to happen. Uh, yeah, yeah. You bet – well, like, you might – you bet, you bet $100, um, and if both hit, I don't know what, you may win like uh, 90 or 100, 90, 95. I'm not even sure. I haven't looked. I don't know what it is. But both have to hit. 
Uh, and the problem is this, though. The problem is you have a lot of guys say, oh, man, I got the easiest tease in the world. This is a lock. I mean, they're going <laughs> to score over 41. The Bengals win by two, and they'll bet, you know, their rent. Nobody's more confident than sports better. Yeah, they'll bet their rent on that. And all of a sudden, you watch tonight, fucking what's-his-name for Jacksonville, come out and throw for 570 yeah. yards, set a record as a rookie. Jacksonville <laughs> will win by two touchdowns. Yeah, James Robinson comes back, yeah. has 400 yeah. yards and and, when you get, and, then you, and then we got another suicide by jumping off the eighth floor in the East Village. Yeah. I mean, that's that's just, that's what happens. <laughs> It's uh, we've all been there. Yep, we've all been there. Oh, yeah, man. and you do have times like if you're doing. The, I mean, I'm telling you, you have times where you'll, you'll have like uh, seven weeks in a row where you don't win a game. I mean, it yeah. happens. Comedy is the same fucking way. It's just like nine sets in a row. You're eating shit. Oh, yeah. And then it's that 10th one where it's the best set you've ever had. And you're like, oh, my God, I am the funniest, yeah. even though you just ate shit for oh, four yeah. weeks. But yeah, anyway. it happens, man. It happens. Um, you got to stick to it. You got to stick to it so you make sure you're bankrupt after five yeah, years. Yeah, I was going to say, that's what the mob uh, kind of based their whole business model off of <laughs> is that attitude right there. Yep, gambling and uh, gambling and pussy. It's a, <clears throat> it's definitely hurt a lot of males in this uh, society that we live in. You know, it, society's pretty good for us. I feel like we got to take ourselves out of it in different ways. It's, yeah. Uh, I, I don't like the whole technology thing is, uh, you know, it's... The cell phone, I think, is just crushed. Yeah, a lot of souls. I, you know, there's there's an ad for, and the, I mean, this isn't sports, but there's an ad for an app where you can buy lottery tickets on your phone, and like that just seems because I used to work in a gas station that sold lottery tickets, and it was the same bum fuck hillbillies coming in every single day buying like 45 scratch off tickets hoping to make it big and change their life and i'm like if they had an app on their like 2004 iphone that they got out of the dumpster like they'd just be sitting at home just like racking that shit up like there's no way these people is aren't like their addiction's not getting worse I don't know if more people are getting addicted, but I had that same that same feeling with FanDuel. Like it's so easy to just throw a Dude. couple thousand bucks at like it's the same with the trading apps, like Dude, fucking Robinhood, you got cryptocurrency. You can, like you can trade options on your phone. Yeah. You can uh you can play blackjack and roulette and craps on your phone. Yeah. You can bet any sport. I can bet a horse in the seventh race at like buttfuck racetrack in Australia at three in the morning <laughs> when I'm in a bar hammered, uh trying to pick up some <laughs> pussy. I mean, think about I just named seven addictions right there. Yeah. That, oh, I mean, the cell phone, in my opinion, is gonna be the downfall of society. It's yeah. like you know, it's just too easy. You buy a, are you kidding me? Way Wake up, easy. buy a lottery ticket, uh, go to Pornhub, find out where the local, the quickest jack shop is, you know, uh, you know. Well, this is, yeah. I mean, people terrible. don't know this, but you're an evangelical Christian. This is why you're against all this stuff. I am. <laughs> Anytime I go out to uh, get my knob polished, I always tell my girlfriend I'm going out for bagels. Yep. So yeah. that's very important. No, Blow, it's terrible, Blowjobs for the Lord. Yeah, no, it's like, what it's all about. I think it is because there's a lot of people that are like, make weed legal, make gambling legal, pretty much make everything legal because every government is in debt right now and they need the fucking tax money. Well, and it's State, just yeah. like, that just seems like, okay, it's going to give us some money. And like, I'm 
the more like weed I do think should be legalized, but gambling, I'm like, man, that really feels like that's going to come back to bite us in like six or seven years when every 18 year old dude is addicted to gambling on the NFL. But you know, the problem, it already is legal upstate New York. You go to Schenectady, New York, you go into the, uh, there's a casino right there. You bet on any sports, you bet on any football game at any time in Schenectady. They have, it's legal. Well, right. And, and the problem, but the, I'd have to get up there. That's okay, what's... but but here's the thing, let's it's not legal in New York State, so this is how hard it is for me. I have to get on the elevator and go from the sixth floor to the first floor, then I have to walk 150 yards to the Christopher Street train station and get on the New Jersey <laughs> Take path, the path. Because yeah. guess what? It's nine fucking minutes underneath right. the Hudson River. So what I do is I I I I, I can get on the train. I'm, all of a sudden, it stops in Jersey City. I take two steps off the train, place my bets, take two steps back on the train, and I'm back in New York. So the whole thing, I figured, I timed it one day. It took me like 21 minutes. And the problem I have with this is, guess who gets the tax money? New Jersey. New Jersey. <laughs> Not New York. And if you don't think there's billions of dollars yeah. on Wall Street. Yeah. That are those cloud those those degenerates are doing oh, yeah. the same thing. Hundred percent. They're going over to Jersey. They're making their bats coming back to New York. Just legalize it in New York, and let's yeah. just watch the downfall of society happen quickly. Let's I, just you know. You're not wrong bringing up Wall Street because I mean like that's what BlackRock does. That's what Blackstone does. All they're doing is just betting on markets, but then they get to influence the markets. They'd be like, yeah, they sports betting's different because I can't call Trevor Lawrence and be like. Hey man, you gotta hey, that you gotta throw a lot of picks because I got the over on the Bengals. I'll give you a cut of this ten million dollars if you throw yeah. this game. Every fifth pick, can you just throw it in the stands? Yeah, right. Just make it look good. <laughs> like that's never yeah. happened in college basketball before. Yeah, I mean there was a, you know back in the day there was a kid from Boston College and they basically grabbed him, brought him up to his dorm, and said, "Look, man, you better have at least five to ten turnovers tonight, or else you know your family's in for a really rough night." Man, that kid did not have a f good few games. Yeah. Made some money. Hey. Yeah. I mean, that's – despite the legality, I think we're we're off of – I do agree it should be legal in some, some spots. Like casino, like going to Vegas, you know. If you want to live in Vegas, you could live in Vegas. It's like being uh, an alcohol – or like drinking alcohol when you're under 21. Like if you, you can get it. You can figure out how to do it. But, like, you know, make it a little harder sometimes, I feel like. Right. You know, but did you see the movie, the, the news that came out today? They said that the 2016 or 12, it might have been 2016 Olympics, they're now finding out that, like, a ton of those boxing matches were fixed. Really? You know, they got, the mob wow. got to these, like, Kazakhstan guys, you know, and, like, you know, we know you're favored to win, but you're going to have to take a dive in the, there's only three rounds in yeah. the second you gotta lose i mean you think about it you're some poor guy from like you know east fuckistan and and you know you're, you're living in a shack you're you know your sister's out you know smoking pole to pay rent for that month <laughs> or you know help build you know buy firewood for the heat yeah you're gonna you know you'll you're gonna do anything for five or ten grand yeah i mean that's a lot of money yeah. um and that's you know that's globalization, really. We're doing the same shit to China. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Fuck China. For, I don't even want to hear those uh, bastards, All right, we won't, talk, we won't talk China. Let, no, those son of a bitches. Listen, here's how bad China is. This happened today. One of my high school buddies sent me a pic on the phone 
of my podcast, Cash Daddies. And he yeah. says, look, I just bought the T-shirt. I bought the T-shirt. And it's the biggest piece of shit knockoff. I said, where'd you buy it on? He bought it off of like hungfungyou.com. Wow. He So basically this website stole all of our logos yeah. and they're making their own shirts. He goes, yeah, I got it for like 13 bucks. I'm like, yeah, well, ours are for 20. <laughs> yeah, right. On our Cash Daddy like, t-shirt. I thought you supported us. Why are you trying to rip I'm us like, off? I'm like, you basically just bought a t-shirt from like, you know, Some Mao Zedong's nephew yeah. in fucking... <laughs> I, you know, what's it got like a dead cat logo in the back? Yeah. I was so pissed. But that's, you know, that's what China does, man. It's They're yeah. good at it. They're they good are, at stealing they shit. They are not the only ones either. There's a lot of people in Russia doing that too. Oh, well, yeah, of but course. The, um, so so what are the main sports that, that you bet on? And is sports betting your favorite type of gambling? Or we could get into like other other games and stuff if you want to later, but like... I try to gamble. I'm so bad. Oh, my God. I'm just not good. I mean, good gamblers. <laughs> the bottom line is a good gambler, and I've, I've known professional gamblers, a good professional gambler will only bet on one or two or three things like a month. Yeah. Like these guys wait and wait and wait. And they and they pick specific games like real professional gamblers will bet like the Ivy League. They'll wait till like Yale is playing Cornell and something's off or something. And, and they'll go in and bet 50K or something. On, wow. on, on, that's what a real. So they go like whale hunting. They're not wait, like man. a few wait thousand till, over here, a yeah. few thousand over there. They'll wait till Army's playing like Oklahoma and Oklahoma's minus 35 and they'll back up the truck on Army. Mm-hmm. Um you know, but guys that bet every day or every week, you don't have a chance. Yeah. You can't. You got to wait. I, That's fair. I think college, I like college basketball, college football. If you study, if you sit back, you don't have to bet it. Just sit back and say, all right, spreads minus five. I really like this. This is what I would take. Yeah. Uh, you know, do it for uh, a, a few weeks or so and, and get in a groove and, and then maybe lay down a little cabbage. But that's all I really follow. I mean, I'll follow the, the NFL, but I don't really – I don't bet. I, I mean, the NFL is just too. It's so tough. It's very even. Uh, yeah, I don't. I have no idea. Yeah. When I hear all my friends say, "Oh man, the Bills are a lock this week," then I'm kind of like, oh, maybe I need to go the other way. Yeah, right. These guys never <laughs> win. Yeah, they're like me. How do you feel about like all the the analytics? I'm sure you've run into these dudes that are like, "I, I created a computer model that tells me which t- which lines are going to be the best based yeah. off historical performance and field conditions yeah. and weather and this all this team other covers shit." Ninety five percent of the time when they're playing on astroturf. Like, yeah, 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 exactly. Which like for some people. Like there was like a thing as like Drew Brees covers when he's indoors. Yeah, it's just what he does. But it's like I, you know, I'm looking at those analytics and I'm just like, man, people have been trying to nail football analytics forever. And like that was the whole point of PFF is trying to do it like a different way where they're yeah. just like not all interceptions are created equal. And then you look at PFF and they're like, Kirk Cousins is the second best quarterback this year, and they're like. He's fucking not, man. Like, he's fucking not. I don't he's know terrible. what you're looking at, but he is yeah. not. How do you, like... It's, it's Kirk Cousins. He went to Michigan State. He's literally from my hometown. I feel like I could shit on him. Yeah. He's not the best quarterback. He's, like, they love that, like, Tom wow. Brady, like, I'm going to throw it 
two yards and the DeAndre Swift is going to get six out of it. And like, that means he's the best quarterback. It's like, no dude. Like maybe people haven't figured out how to stop it this season, but he's not winning you a game. Your best bet is go to like covers.com and they have the trends and they'll say like the last 11 games, the Packers have covered 10 times against the lions at home on a Monday night. Yeah. That's a, there's another huge stat, and this has been going on for like 50 years. The home underdog, if you can find one, but if there's a home underdog on Monday night, they cover Monday night they cover something like 75 percent of the time. No shit. The home underdog okay. Monday night, not I feel Thursday. Like the home underdog Monday. is generally a good bet anyway right. yeah yeah it's just like especially and then they you get into like the locations like oh seattle's going all the way to washington all right well you know what's like uh listen to a, a dude from the nfl network he's like yeah tom brady going into la like they had a delay so they're getting into la a day late i would i would bet the rams and it's yeah. just like Who's paying attention to that shit? Also, like, if Matt Stafford woke up because Kelly's got another brain tumor, like, that totally... It doesn't matter what, like... It doesn't matter what Tom Brady's sleep schedule is, (laughs) you know? I mean, I'm sure it bothers Stafford... (laughs) For a while, but then he's like, you know, if worse things come to worse, there's tons of <laughs> pussy out there. I'll be all right. Well, he's got so many fucking kids. I don't know if he, oh, yeah. he might need her to stick around just to take care of them. Yeah, he couldn't afford a, a nanny. Yeah, yeah right. Yeah. yeah, that's a good point. Nice Especially guy. out in L.A. There's none of them out there. Nah, that's horrible. Stafford's good, man. <laughs> Stafford's oh, I Stafford. love Stafford. It's a guy that's been, you know, he's got his dick kicked in for so many years because he didn't You're have players. You're telling me. <laughs> but no, he's a, that guy's a hell of a quarterback. He didn't have an O-line. He always had, he always had good receivers. He didn't have an O-line line and that was and he always had morons for coaches like that small market thing i don't know if you can incorporate it in like betting but like it is so hard to convince the best coaches to come live in detroit yeah. <laughs> like straight up they're like they might interview but like robert sala was like robert sala grew up in detroit and he picked the jets over the lions well, he could have had dinner with his parents every yeah, night in a war zone. In a, exactly. Instead of like you know having a good he, Italian he meal know, every now and yeah, then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. He's like, no, I'll live in the city. I'm gonna be a wealthy forty-year-old, good-looking, bald dude yeah. uh, in New York City as opposed to Detroit. And he's that's got just like eight or nine kids, you know. Yeah, I know. That's why you would think he'd move back to Detroit so his fucking parents could help him out. Instead, we got lunatic Dan Campbell. Don't get me wrong. I like Dan Campbell. But the only reason we got him is because nobody else offered him a job. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, I don't no. anyway. I mean, the Detroit's not going to matter. you, you got to get players. No, you just never had players. You got to be able to draft well. You guys always markets. have like one good player. You know, you got Barry mm-hmm. Sanders and everyone else sucks. You got Me- Johnson, Megatron yeah. and Stafford. Well, we had two good players well, with Stafford and Megatron. Yeah, but he would run. You're right. He would run 50 yards and Stafford would throw it up high. He'd yeah, go get he, it. Yep. 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 Yeah, it's crazy. Good old days. So, all right. Well, let's let's get into like. So when you're going to when you're going to Vegas, what is you got two days. What are you What are you doing? Sports betting, blackjack, poker. Like, so, what are What are oh, your games here? I had how, how much money are you losing? <laughs> I went out there to do comedy there. I don't know. It must have been five, six years ago. I don't know. And, and I'd met a bunch of my buddies out there, and they go every year for the opening round of the NCAA tournament. Oh, that's a good. That's a fun time to be out there. I they stay for four days. I I left after three. My favorite fact about those days: most common day. For men to get vasectomies 
is the Wednesday before the uh, tournament starts. Is it really? Because it's four days where they could sit there and the game starts. Oh, you're not even going to think about all day. No, 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 no. no. You're just like, I'm going to sit on the couch. My nuts are going to hurt for four days. Pretty much the whole month of March, you just... uh, Oh, yeah. Sorry, honey, I can't help out. Games, like, my nuts hurt. No. Oh, the games are on too? And those games start at noon, and the problem is, so we get out there, and here's the problem. The problem is you're at Caesars. You got 175 TVs. The game started at noon. Out there, it's not noon. It's fucking. It's nine in the morning when they start. Oh yeah. So it's a good night for. So I didn't you and your that. boys are like drinking at eight, and you Ooh. know, and you know, there's no time. Eight could be midnight. Yeah. You start drinking at eight. Problem is, you got you got the you got four games going over here. You got Harvard, Duke, and we're all betting. Then you got 17 racetracks over here. So you got harness horses, thoroughbreds. And then you got blackjack tables and like roulette and craps over here. So I remember with my buddies from high school, we're, we're, we're shooting craps. We're rooting on Harvard because they're playing Duke. They're like minus or plus 24 and a half. They actually covered. And then we all got the seven horse in the fifth race over here. Yeah. So we're trying to concentrate, and the only thing we're doing is just getting more drunk, more belligerent, yelling. <laughs> you know, guys are passing out at 4 or 5 in the afternoon, which yep. we think it's 2 in the morning. We, <laughs> yeah, right. We you haven't de- seen the sunlight in three days. We got one guy that's designated to tell us when the next batch of games are. I mean, it was just, after two days, I, I thought I took like five years off my life. I couldn't wait to get on the plane and just like suck my thumb and shake. And <laughs> no, man, I wouldn't. You got it's a young man's game, man. Vegas can crush you. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's I. So I don't bet on sports, especially because the it. Okay, let me let me rephrase. I will never bet on a game I care about because either I'm gonna hedge, which like and bet the team that I don't want to win so that if they do win, I'm making money off of it. But then you're watching and you're torn the entire time. Yeah. Or I'm betting on the team that I want, and then when they lose, because I root for the Lions and the fucking Spartans, so they lose more often than they than not, I'm just extra sad because I just lost money on and my team lost. Yeah. Like, I, I don't know how people do it. They're like, no, it's my favorite team. I'm putting 10 grand on the Lions. Uh, they're going to they're gonna cover against the Packers. I know it. It's a rivalry game. And then they lose and they're out 10 grand. You're like, what What are you doing here, yeah, man? I won't, I won't bet the Yankees or or the Jets. I will never because I know for a fact if I do, they have no chance of winning. <laughs> I have a friend who's a huge Cowboys fan. And he's a huge degenerate, and he never, never bets the Cowboys. That's his team. So he'll bet on anything else. He'll bet on like eighth grade women's volleyball before he bets the Cowboys. He just won't do it, dude. That's that's a line where it's like you're betting on high school games, man. Like what? Uh, what are you doing? No, man. <laughs> the, ninth and tenth grade kids, you can get to them easy, man. You oh, just yeah. you grab a kid coming out of school and say, "Look, slick." I know you're getting fucking recruited by like uh, Vanderbilt in Florida, but you know you're only you're not getting double figures tonight. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I'm just kidding. No. I've never been on a high school game. I don't think he can. I, I'm, I mean, sure, I'm you can. sure you can. Yeah. You find the right guy. Who knows? If you know a guy. I'm sure you could do it. But uh, yeah, I like, yeah, I like Martin Luther King tonight minus 33 <laughs> over Andrew Jackson High. They're looking yeah. solid. Yeah, they got a they got a kid who's going to Michigan. They uh, got a kid going to Michigan. He's actually 33. Yeah, he did eight years in the army, but that actually happened in Texas. There was a kid that like did. 
I think seven, eight years in the Army, somehow got back into high school and played hoops for like a season. Wow. Yeah, he was fucking dunking on everybody. I'm sure. That was a beast. (laughs) 29-year-old freshman. I think he played Juco for a year. That's amazing. Yeah. That is awesome. So when you go to Vegas, are you like playing any of the games? Are you strictly sports betting here? Like, do you get into poker? I'm shit at poker. I've tried uh, no, a couple no, times. I I'm can't. Absolutely garbage. The worst. I'll never play. It's too slow. I like the action. Uh, I feel you. I like uh, my favorite favorite game's back rack. You know, I like back rack. I don't even know what that is. I like it because you literally sit down. It's it's you're gonna it's gonna be you and like five South Korean ladies. They speak no English, <laughs> but like if you're having a bad week and you, you know I they all come up to your waist. So like I feel like fucking like Yao Ming when I'm sitting around them. <laughs> it makes me feel big. I high five them. Yeah. You know every ten that you need, they're all yell monkey, 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 and you get right into it. You're like monkey, monkey. <laughs> I, I love back rack, man. It's like whoever you get two cards and you try to get the closest to nine. Um, it's it's a really bizarre game, but I like playing it, man. I like that. Blackjack's all right, you know. That's I good if you. But you know, I don't know. I truthfully try to stay away from Vegas. That's uh, nothing good has That's ever come. Prob- probably. Smart. I got lost there for a couple of weeks one time. <laughs> I was supposed to come back on a Wednesday, and I came back, but it was like three Wednesdays later. <laughs> no shit. Wearing the same clothes. <laughs> yeah. Some people never make it out of there. They oh, just I move right why. there. No, no. I mean, you got me out of your mind. <clears throat> so were you doing with sports bets, do you have any long-term bets? Like, you know, uh, making the playoffs over, under, win, losses for teams. Like, are, are you strictly going week to week? There and was let's a go bet. with the, the, you know – we can get into baseball, but like I'm thinking NFL right now. There was a bet I was I would have made this year. I didn't. My friend made it. He bet a hundred dollars that the Jets would not win a game, wow. and I would have taken that. I I want to say it was like thirty five hundred to one. That's pretty. If good. They don't win a game. Um, yeah, but if, if he wins, if he bet a hundred dollars, if he wins, it's three hundred fifty thousand, something like that's that. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. That's I think really that's what good. They can't, they can't win it. It's a great. They, we may not win a game. Holy we haven't come close shit. yet. Yeah. Damn. I wish I knew. I would have bet that. I would have bet that's that. That's the best hundred bucks ever. Oh, and sixteen, baby. Yeah. I mean, like looking at their schedule. What you gotta hope for that is that they don't have a really good team the last couple of weeks. You just like, gotta hope they don't. You play want them to have. You want them to have like the Broncos or some team that's going to be fighting for a playoff spot because what you don't want is like, oh, they're playing the Tampa Bay Bucks in the last week. Well, the Bucks are going to sit Tom Brady because they're making the playoffs. Um, you just got to hope like that, you know, you got to hope that they, they don't they don't play like Bill Johnson Elementary School because <laughs> that's probably the only team they could beat. They're so bad. Those rookie quarterbacks, though, sometimes they figure it out midseason. They're just like – I was listening I was listening to Trent Dilfer on a podcast and he was like, Look, these kids come out of college and they think they know what they're supposed to be doing because they lit it up in college. They're like, This is what I did in college, this is what I'm gonna keep doing. Fuck you, coach, you don't know what you're talking about. And then eventually they just get their shit kicked in yeah. so hard that either they totally bust and they never accept their co- their coach knows what they're doing, right. or they finally go you know what? I gotta try what coach is telling me to do. I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do the dump off pass yeah. for three yards instead of just get fucking flattened by Von Miller coming yeah. off the edge. I don't know, like, man. But those, I don't know. I don't know about just betting on rookies. It seems like it could go either way. And the bet tonight with Trevor Lawrence, he could have the best game in Jags history, or he could have 
the worst game in Jags history. You right. never know. No, I know. No, it's brutal. You have no idea what the hell's going to happen. That sports bet, man, makes no sense. It's like uh, whatever you think is going to happen, don't be surprised if the absolute opposite. Yeah. Yeah, if I had bet, if my whole life, if I had gone the opposite of what I thought was going to happen, I'd probably have like more money than Bill Gates right now. What do you, what do you, oh, yeah. I mean, I, <laughs> I really see what would, you're over saying. the past yeah, like yeah, 20 yeah. yeah. Everybody's just like, yeah, this is a lock. If you would just not listen to yourself, oh. you'd be cleaning up right now. Yeah. Yep. I like, I don't understand those professional gamblers that do it every week and they're starting to put them on like Fox Sports and stuff. Uh, how, like, how are they making money over 30 years? I don't understand. Uh, it just seems do. like a losing a losing way to make money. It's, you know, it's you got to really follow most of them. If if you got guys and they're giving you selections every week, they're not winning, man. Yeah. I'm telling you, I when I was in Vegas, we talked to a guy and the guy lives there. My friend knew him and he said, "No, he actually makes a living." And he told me, he said, "Nah, he'll bet he'll go real light on everything and then like once or twice a month he loads up mm. on a game, really yeah. loads a game. And he was telling me they're weird games, too. Like, you know, Lehigh is playing, like, uh, University of Pennsylvania. And it's like, <laughs> that's, why is he betting that game? Yeah. Yeah. You that's know? a good point. I don't know. I don't know. It's an interest. Sports betting is an interesting uh, – I follow it. Uh, I certainly will never make a living on it. Absolutely not. I don't have the patience or, you know, you you got to be almost like a, you got to be almost like kind of like a, a nerd. You got to have Asperger's and, or be autistic and just, you know. So every comedian. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah, just about. Yeah. The, okay, so let's let's say like tomorrow fucking your state legalizes gambling you download the FanDuel app what are you recommending for someone who's like I've always wanted to try and I want this answer from you because you know you've got the the self the self-awareness to go I don't know what I'm doing yeah and this is what I did wrong bet five or ten bucks man just bet five or ten bucks easy don't yeah bet the T's five ten do that for a long while and just keep track I got a buddy who he moved to Reno, Nevada, like right after college. And man, he would play poker, a lot of poker. And he'd be, he's excellent, great poker player right now. Um, but what he did was he kept track of every night he played, how much he won, how much he lost, sports betting, how much he won, how much he lost. Just in an Excel sheet? Yeah, he, he literally he, he literally kept track of every penny. So that if, you know, he lost too much, he would just tone it down a bit and be like, you know, you, you want to do it so it doesn't affect your daily life, yeah. you know? Yeah, Speak I feel to that. somebody who's really screwed up a few times. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, I, like, FanDuel makes it so easy to make that, like, that first $25 bets on them or whatever. Yeah. And, like, all of those promotions, they they give you a win. Like they're straight up like we're essentially you give us twenty five bucks we're essentially gonna give you a hundred yeah and then people go well I'll bet that hundred and then they win it turns into five hundred and they'll go like all right well let me bet two fifty on that and then they yeah. do that then you three lose. times and you're just like the worst thing that can rolling. happen the worst thing that can happen to you is for you for any gambler they say this the worst thing to happen to any gambler is to win the first time you bet. Yeah. If you go the track or you go and you win, you have a big day, that's the worst thing that can happen. You're yeah. like, wow, this shit's easy. I got to uh, figure it out. Same with, with 
comedians. The worst thing that can happen is your first open mic goes super well, and then suddenly you think you're the shit. And yeah, uh, luckily, I didn't then we got to gotta deal with you. <laughs> <laughs> it never happened to me. No, my my first I, open I'm mic was bombed. I think I had one laugh, and I was like, "That's eh, good enough for me." <laughs> my first actual show I did, I had one huge laugh. Yeah, and that's because it was my girlfriend. Because the joke was so beyond bad that the other forty five <laughs> people just looked at me like, "Why are you even here?" And she burst out laughing because it was almost like a heckle. Yeah, she was laughing like, "Oh my she was god, that was so bad." Yeah, that was yeah, that was that's it. amazing. Ah, that is amazing. Truthfully, and I started laughing because it was just brutal. Yeah, brutal. Yeah, bombed. All right, I think that's a great place to wrap up. Don't bet too much, kids. Uh, what if unless you got another thing you wanted to talk about, like another nah. piece of gambling? That all right. Well, we're I mean we're pretty much at uh, at an hour here. Um, yeah, this is great. Do you man. know what you're betting this weekend on the games? Do you have an idea, or are you just worried about tonight? I don't. I think tonight you might you might see. I think you might. If I was going to bet, I'd probably take the Jaguars, man, plus the seven and a half. All right. And I think it could be a close game tonight. Yeah, I think it could too. So guys, do the opposite. Yeah, <laughs> bet the Bengals. It's, it's the Tiger King's time. Yes. It's uh, all right. Where can where can people find you? You got a podcast. You yeah. got a show going on. You're yeah, all over the place. Them, You're man. touring. Got tons of shows, man. Yeah, all over the place this uh, weekend coming up. Uh, the brewery. Yeah. What's, what's got, that called? We got the Barrel Street Ale House tonight. Barrel we got Grand Villas Comedy Club. Yep. A couple there tonight. We yep. got. Soul Joel's Royal Royalsford, where the hell is Pennsylvania tomorrow with Sam Tripoli? Then yep. uh, Tiff's Comedy Club. Are you doing? Morris a, Plain are Saturday. you doing all uh, Sam Tripoli's shows? Like when he when he does shows, are you opening I do for all of quite them? Quite a few of them. Yeah, okay. I mean, you know, when I can, yeah. I'm going to Miami with him. We're doing the Miami Improv October 21st to 23rd. That'd Very be nice. cool. So yeah, yeah we do we do a lot. He's great, great guy. He's coming in town tomorrow, so okay. that'll be interesting. We're nice. getting a lot of trouble. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and then uh, the Cash Daddies podcast. Cash right? Daddies, baby. Yep. Cash Daddies is the is a it's, it's a, a great podcast. Chris Neff. Uh, it's uh, finance, Evan right? Hand. Like you guys are talking about stocks, crypto. Yeah, like, we talk about okay. investing, stocks, yep. bonds, crypto. Uh, you know, cash. How to invest. Different ways to retire. Retirement accounts. We. It's a great podcast, man. Great podcast. Awesome. Yeah. Thank you for for doing this one. Follow me on Instagram, TikTok, Twitter at Corey T Comedy, and then come see me at Three Monkeys. I'll start doing shows with Howie at Barrow Street Airhouse yeah. coming up here soon. But uh, yeah, let's let's do this again sometime. Absolutely, brother. Absolutely. Good time.